This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast, now in our sixth season, looking at the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Richard Woodward and joining me tonight for the main show, he's kept his shirt, he's managed to keep in the selection for two weeks running, David Diamond, and taking advantage of maybe some training ground shenanigans. No, he's always first on the team sheet as well. Craig Fimbo, gentlemen, new season's greetings to you. Um, Craig, uh, first to start with you. How are you? Happy new season. Yeah, yeah, and you? Very good. Thank you very much. Yeah, fully refreshed. Didn't suffer any knocks in during. Uh, yeah, leading up to the match. So yeah, all good, all fit and raring to go. Still looking nice and trim, you know. Not yeah, yeah. Well. Yes, it's um, yeah, a bit of a struggle over the summer to be honest. Got to get back on the bike, I think, for uh, for the autumn when the when the rain starts and things like that. But no, it's been okay. It's been okay. Been out in the sunshine a bit recently. Very good. And, and Dave, still fit, you know, two two appearances in, in a week, you know. Yeah, good, isn't it? Two and a two and a week. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty no good. Yeah, all, all, all good, all good, really. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, been out, been out and about, playing a bit of golf, and oh, back on the bike, like um, Craig said, back on the bike. So yeah, all good. Excellent stuff. Well, we've got plenty to talk about tonight, gentlemen. Um, I, I, we'll jump straight into the news, shall we? Because I think. We've we've got I think we've got a couple of questions about this anyway, but I, I I kind of feel we need to dive straight into this kind of pantomime around Flynn Downs. Will he stay? Will he? Or won't he stay? I don't know whether you heard um, any of Paul Lambert's post match um, today. I'll read you some quotes from it. Um, but this is kind of bizarre stuff. And this is kind of we 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 politely refer to Paul Lambert as PR Paul, but I'm not sure what is what he was talking about here, and, and it kind of confuses me so I hope, hope maybe you can bring some clarity for for me and some of our listeners um so Lambert says the situation with midfielder downs is the same as it was which I think is um his head had been turned by interest and um he was aware of the situation with the bids from Palace but the bids from Palace were clearly not good enough and the guys talked about that last week um 
but left out of the 18 today and asked whether um, Downs wanted to play. Um, here's the here's the quote. So I won't do the accent. Um, I'll, I'll be affectionate to it. Uh, the kid's brain was fried by the Palace thing, and that ain't ever going to happen until Marcus Evans says there's a really good bid there. I would drive Flynn myself because the guy's done great for me. He's done absolutely brilliant. The kid's, kid's head is all over the place. He's training. So he's back, obviously, from his three days of getting his head right. Um, um, the guys at the minute... At the, oh, OK, so the guys at the minute are playing fabulously well. So that's the team. I don't know what will happen with Flynn, whether he goes or whether he stays. I really don't know. As I said before, I think he's been badly advised on a lot of things. It's not his fault. My job is his welfare, which is why I let him out for a few days. He's training, but that's where it is. Did he want to play in the game today? He was asked, um, how did you take your decision not to include him in the 18? I don't know. I don't know if he wanted to play. I don't know, to be honest with you. Um, Craig, um, is Flan- <laughs> where do you start with there? Is, is Downs leaving? Um, was he dropped today? Or is his head not right? Um, your interpretation of all of that nonsense. Well, I don't. First and foremost, I don't think he's going to leave until such time as we get a an appropriately sized bid, is he? You know, if if and you know, if Crystal Palace are going to come in with one and a half million or one point six million, then you know that is derisory in the whole scheme of things. There's no point. There's no point of selling it though. It's not at a point where there's any interest to us to sell. Um, obviously, the the communication strategy in place at, at Playford Rose is uh, I don't get it. Somewhat, Do somewhat questionable. I don't know whether one party is waiting for the other party to make that phone call to you know start building some bridges again. But um, as we know, PR Paul isn't particularly you know going down the PR route. It would seem this uh, this close season and this early season. So With a tough love approach, you mean? Yeah, very much yeah. so. So you know, I, I know we, we I know the guy spoke about it before about potentially Flynn being badly advised. I don't know if he's still being advised to carry on the, you know, the, I'm I'm not fit, I'm not ready to be playing just yet, sort of thing. Um, we don't know, do we? we? Don't we're not really hearing any sides of the story. So I think it's difficult for us to, you know, it's, it's, we don't really want to be jumping to any conclusions and laying the blame at people's doors where we're not entirely sure what it is. But I think somebody somewhere along the line needs to be biting a bullet and eating a bit of humble pie and having a conversation with somebody. Surely if the manager of the football club doesn't know that his star player does or doesn't want to play football on a Sunday lunchtime, I'd say that there's a, you know, something needs to be done somewhere in that respect. He's got history, Dave, of bombing players out of his squads. I think Darren Bent got the treatment at Villa when he wanted him to leave. Do you, do you, if he's training and he's fit, is he is he in your 18 today? Is is Lambert kind of trying to? I was a bit surprised. Over, I mean, Joe, when we when we spoke last week, Joe thought he'd come straight back in. Now I didn't think. I thought he'd be on the bench. I must admit, I was very surprised he was out of the 18. I think I WhatsApped Joe and said, "That's it, then, Joe, and he's off. That's it, he's off." And I think, you know, uh, well, what gets me with Downs is what constitutes a good bid and how do you, how you judge that. He doesn't score goals. He's a he's a good mid look. He's a good midfield player. A very good season and a very poor side. I thought, well, yeah. I thought, yeah, ultimately how the season panned out last season. Doesn't score goals. So what is his what is his true value? Is he a four million player? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think if Palace came in with something like, I don't know, maybe two, two and a half. half. I think yeah. he's off. He's, he's gone. No yeah. doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and they probably afford to do that. But I don't know. Clearly his head has been turned somewhat. 
and I think it was quite a good move of Lambert, you know, PR Paul, as you call him, to to give the lad some to give the lad some time off because he yep. is obviously you a think, young lad. Do you think but, that clubs looking in, the, in in this from afar would would look badly on Downs to be taking this course of action, having had a bid come in for him? I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by that. So I guess I guess the question is, to, what has happened here? Because if Downs has has come back in from his days of getting his head right. And Lambert has chosen not to pick him, but is now purported is now suggesting that his head still isn't right, and he I've for his welfare I've kept so, him out of the firing line. He's only going to get back. He's only going to get back in the team by okay. He has to perform well in training and, and somehow force his way back in the team. What will be a bit of a pointer to me will be this coming midweek if he plays against Fulham. If he's not in the squad against Fulham, because surely he wasn't in the squad today. If he's training fully fit. Surely he'll play against. Surely he'll play against Fulham. I would have thought. Um, if he doesn't play against Fulham, then you might think. Then I would think. Yeah, he's he's going, and we're just waiting for Palace to up the ante. Perhaps a game of a game of bluff there. But yeah, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a strange one. And he has has he done himself any favours? Obviously, he wants to move to the Premier League. For goodness' sake, who wouldn't? You know, the riches that there are. But, but now, are Palace coming back in for him? Well, who knows? You know, isn't it? Who knows? That might Palace. be it. That might well be. Is one point six? Take it or leave it. I will yeah. leave it. Let's go on. Done. Who knows? Yeah, do they come back in with, with something just slightly, which isn't over the two million mark, but because of this kind of acrimonious relationship now between Downs then, and Lambert. Then he's forced his, probably forced yeah. his hand and he's gone. We've got no choice but to accept it. No. Maybe that happens. I mean, Mouth11 at Mouth1212. Um, is Downs done? Um, if he's not able to play, does the club have to accept any bid in the region of two to two and a half million? Are we kind of that's what you suggested, Dave? I would, Maybe say, the, I would say yes. Is that Craig? I mean, are you, are you on agreeing with that as well? Yeah, are I you think, holding well, out for your four million, three and a half million? Maybe? He doesn't score. He doesn't score goals. He's not. You know, for me, no. he needs more. To, for for a League One player to go from there, yes, very good player, but to go from there at that value, at that three, three and a half, four million value. Sorry, he's got he's got to score goals as well. He's got to add that to his game as well, and he hasn't he doesn't. He's worth he's worth more to us than you know, yeah. Than, than these figures that are being bandied around, but there will come a point in time where you know the the, the move will happen if they come back in. That's what, that's yeah. what I'm just going to go back to is if are they going to come back in for him? Mm. We shall see. The window closes start of October, doesn't it? I think. Mm. I think so. so plenty of more weeks of pantomime fun for all of us. Um, to endure um, but I've been pretty consistent on this one and I think you know League One recalibrates our expect our, should recalibrate our expectations on the amounts that we can get and the likelihood of players leaving leaving to go somewhere else but mm-hmm. you know especially to the Premier League to Premier League yeah, even to be loaned back to the Championship and yeah. and I think possibly yeah this has got a few runs a bit to run yeah and I think we might we might be a bit disappointed at how this has played out in a few weeks' I time. Think sadly, we perhaps might see. Um, we shall see. But one one not. one uh, midfielder who's hopefully hanging around for a bit longer and has the opportunity maybe to take um, a midfield space that might be vacated by Flynn Downs is Brett McGovern, who put pen to paper on a two-year deal with the club with an option, as we typically do um, for another season. He's made his league debut. Albeit um, curtailed league Truncate, debut, truncated, truncated, didn't they? Yeah, um, home to Fleetwood <laughs> last season. Um, but um, good news, guys. Um, I haven't seen a, a great deal of him. I haven't been. I didn't go to any of the EFL trophy matches, and um, I didn't even bother with the I follow for Fleetwood last season. I knew how that was going to end up. Um, mm-hmm. But but positive news and um, potential. I, I, it sounded like Lambert expects him to go out on loan, guys. Do you, do you agree with that one, Dave? Is he grouped him with Ilmazuni and Dobra? 
Yeah, I mean, they, 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 those two surprised me, really, you know, and I thought, especially, I know Joe feels about this, especially Elmer Zuni, and I know he's obviously a big champion of Dobra as well, but, you know, I'd, I'd have thought those two perhaps would have been pushing, you know, especially with perhaps Downs ultimately on on the way out, that those two would really be, you know, pushing pushing for a squad place. But, yeah, um, yeah, but certainly McGavin, I'd have thought, is, is another you know, further down the line. So yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up on ended up on loan. I mean he showed promise in I haven't really seen a lot of him. He showed promise in that first half of the Fleetwood game a couple of times sort of I think he got dispossessed and stuff, which probably led to him getting the hook at half time. But yeah, it seemed like he gets his head up, can play. Um, okay. um look, looks looks a decent prospect. So let's hope that, you know, that bears fruit for us really. Is he similar player to Dan's uh, Craig, do you reckon? Or is he or a bit more creative? Me, I, I don't think. know. He's like yeah, a, more more, of a sitter. Is yeah, it, more okay. of a sitter, passer from deep is what I'd, yeah. I'd say. Okay. Yeah, so I think I think there's, uh, there's certainly enough traffic ahead of him, isn't there? To yeah. uh, I was going to say we've got like, shed load of injuries, but none of them in the kind of midfield area at the moment. So <laughs> no. Um, well, we'll see. I'm knock on wood for you there. We don't we don't have an injury crisis there, but um, but you're you're thinking Craig alone there probably. He's only 20, isn't he? So yeah, and I think you know as Dave was talking about. Uh, Dobber and Ilmazuni. I I'm not averse to getting them out on loan. To be perfectly honest, I just think that the sheer size of the squad and yeah, you know, there's got to come a point in time whereby you have to assume that people like Alan Judge and Edwards and Nolan, whoever these guys are that are sitting in their positions at the moment, are going to produce the goods that we won't need to rely on 20 year olds and 21 year olds. You know, we've, you look at the bench today and the guys that were sitting in the stands. The squad's just huge isn't it and I'd rather I know I don't know it's different to what, what Joe thinks but I'd rather Dobra and Ilmazuni went out on loan even if it's just to January if you can get them a league two loan to January and see where everyone's at in January drag them back if needed at that point in that window yeah Mac enough Mac enough on Sky was making a big I think so was Paul Cook who were sort of summarizing in the studio was making a big thing of you know, just the example of our you know our squad you know who they could, I know Wigan are in turmoil, but look at our bench. We brought on Christ, we brought on Hughes, Norwood and, and Edwards, for goodness sake, that, you know, the three of them would probably walk into most, most league one sides. And um, then you scan, you scan through the stand and there's, who weren't there? Vincent Young sitting there chatting to Wolfenden, chatting to Jackson. <laughs> Lancaster, yeah. I was wondering whether there's more squad players sat in the stands than we've got those cardboard cutouts. <laughs> it's getting close, isn't it? I'm sure I saw one of, I'm sure that must have been, did you see the one of Morrissey in the cardboard stand? I'm sure that Morrissey must have been one. stat work. I'm sure that must have been. There was a I love Cole Scoose one as well. Oh, I didn't see that one. It was it. Um, down in the south side so it's it's a new game isn't it spot the kind of yeah there's a Boris one in there too Um, but yeah good luck to Brett McGavin and um, and, um, I think yeah the line at this age seems to make sense and and it it worked for Wolfen and and that's the kind of example I guess yeah Luton his um, his father was a very good player of course Steve Steve. yeah Yeah. very good excellent stuff Um, let's move on to um, to more recent things guys I've I've got a um, um, Wigan, I will now um, uh, now need the prefix Crisis Club Wigan. So um, I, I just I was thinking, is it is do the initial CCW stand for anything offensive or some <laughs> internet thing that I don't know about? So in Twitter, go for it. If I've got something hideously offensive with CCW, then apologies for that in advance. Apologies if you're offended. That's the way to do an apology. Um, Let me just take you through the situation for for Wigan here, because this this is important context. Um, uh, Kind of officially finished the season in 13th position. Pretty 
um, impressive turnaround mm-hmm. to their form. Um, I think they went one game, uh, got a run of one win in 15 or something at some point, but managed to get up to 13th place, finished the season in 13th. Right, um, and then all of this kind of um, shenanigans off the field, as it as it typically tends to do at the moment, um, kicks off. They have a 12-point point deduction, um, which relegates them. On, on the 1st of August, Paul Cook resigns as manager. Mm-hmm. Um, they have sold, um, since that relegation, Kiefer, Francesco, Roberto, Dudley Moore to Cardiff, um, Anthony Robinson to Fulham, who I think they had a deal in place for him possibly in January, maybe the window before, to something like seven or eight million, I think to a Serie A club. And it fell through because of a, a failed medical, I think. And I think he went for a fraction of that price to Fulham. Yeah. Um, Cedric Keeper to West Brom, centre-half. Striker Joe Go- um, Gayhart to Leeds. Um, Jamal Lowe to Swansea. Attacker Josh Windus to Sheffield Wednesday. Um, fullback Nathan Byrne um, moved to Derby on Friday. Yes. He yeah. came on. Did you see this? He came on a half time against Reading yesterday for Derby. Okay. And no one announced it in the stadium or the fourth official with the board. <laughs> they realised about, I guess, well, I guess 10 him minutes. Did 10 they minutes, take anybody off? Well, 12 well, players on. <laughs> so, so I think they, the sub actually happened. They just didn't formally announce it. The referee eventually figured it out. They re-announced the substitution, but booked Nathan Byrne. You know, for like an administrative error, which it seems a little bit unfair. I love that. Um, anyway, so that was some interesting asides on Nathan Byrne. Um, and their captain, Sam Morsey, joined Borough also I mean, on Friday. Friday. It's the definition of a fire sale. It's fire it, sale, isn't it? And they um, went, I mean, Keeper Moore went for one, less. So we're downs. I mean, Keeper Moore went for less than two, didn't he? Or something around about something like that. You know, was, I mean, look, in, international strike. Sorry? Paul, Paul Cook was talking about it, wasn't he? And saying that I didn't hear. Didn't. Yeah, they had, they had bids in from Cardiff, Stoke, and he went through a list of players, that, of teams that they had, had bids in for. And yeah. as you say, it was like 1.6 million, and he was comparing yeah. it to Tony. Yeah, you know, Tony's gone for five to ten yeah. million. Yeah, yeah, going yeah. from League One to Championship. Well, as Kiefer, Roberto, Francisco, Moore's an international, and doing well Sutherland. in international. Kiefer Sutherland, Dudley Moore. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's yeah. Doing well yeah no, that's that's got to be heartbreaking. Yeah. And only one starter, um, Kai Naismith, um, remains from the team which drew with um, with Fulham on the final day, um, one all. Um, yeah, and um, he obviously, he, uh, I think he played today, didn't he? He was um, the centre-back number yeah, seven. Yeah. I think he could play all over the place. He'll yeah, end up playing every so position when he Naismith. He was like a bouncer, didn't he? So, um, so I, I guess important context um, for the match, but nevertheless, as Joe, I think, has said, and I'm, I'm sure we've all used the cliche before, you can only play... What's in front of you? Um, so let's talk about Ipswich's lineup. Um, I think Joe called it pretty much. You, um, you guys last week, I think Joe kind of said you kind of plan the team um, for uh, for Wigan um, and uh, and you treat Arsenal accordingly. So not many changes from the Bristol game apart from more injuries, Dave. I mean, I think I think we were doing just just I know we've done twelve. It's really been done by the guys on the live um, on the live show, but I'm a bit surprised that just how how many changes we didn't make against Arsenal. I mean, I think there was just three, was there? I mean, it was the whole core of the side from Saturday, wasn't it? Which did surprise me. Yeah, Ward played, didn't he? I, was, uh, I think. I'm, no, no, Ken, I, no, I've been away all week. Play. Kenlock played. Right. But, yeah, I mean, and Cornell was in goal. But, yeah, it was pretty much the core of the side from um, from the Bristol Rovers game, which You'll surprised have to me a bit. I, I was, I've been away in Norfolk all week. And oh, I yeah. Had, yeah. Um, so, um, it's like if... If the EFL trophy is a tree in the wood, it fell down. I didn't hear it. So <laughs> I know the score, though. Um, 
But more injuries, guys, before we even get started here. So Wolfenden misses out due to a training injury. And Darba gets um, a dead leg against Arsenal. Um, and Jack Lancaster, the poor guy, poor got concussed in training. Um, oh, was it concussed? Like, I didn't see that. Yeah, Concu- oh, okay. I think, I think that was a precaution. I think okay, he got yeah. a bump, according to Lambert. Um, yeah. I mean, Unlucky I, we've got... Yeah, so I come, we've got a question on this, so let's not dwell on the yeah. injuries, but um, there's something going on there. Anyway, Holy starts in goal. We've got Stephen Ward, Nciala, Wilson comes in for Wolfen and Chambers at the back four, Bishop, Dizel, Nolan, um, the Holy Trinity in the central midfield, Sears, Drynan and Judge. Um, notable things on the bench, Dynastian um, returns, um, but otherwise it's <laughs> it's scamp pickings there. Um for Wigan, some note, points of note. Joe Garner, um, ex-town um, striker, captain for the day. I don't know if he's captain for forever or it was a special treat for him. Um, mm-hmm. New boss, John Sheridan, who I think came in on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know whether that was a thing that he did. Um, Gary Roberts, lesser spotted Gary Roberts, 36 years old. Um, that gives hope to you know all of us a little bit, maybe, that it's not too late. One of us, Rich, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I've, I've literally just turned 37, so I miss out. Um, uh, uh, Pat Weber, do you remember Pat Weber? Um, yeah. About left back. Yep. Played Maybe against he... played against Palace, didn't he? In that game where we played the under 18s, yeah, the, I think. Un- played yeah. Under 21s All Stars at Palace. Mm. Yeah. Maybe that's where they spotted down for the first time. Um, uh, he's on the bench. He hasn't made a competitive start yet, but um, he's got a good chance now, given they are to coin Harry Redknapp's phrase um, down to the bare bones. Um, I'm going to kind of. Um, avoid kind of going through the matching kind of um, in minutiae, um, in minute detail. But I, I, I guess I wanted to dwell, cause dwell on two things, guys, really, the kind of two ends of the pitch um, and, and kind of how things worked out, because it was a bit of a slow start. I think Wigan probably the better team. Um, let's let's start with this defending, guys, because seventh, seventh minute and 14th minute, um, this um, huge centre-back, Amika Oba. Um, Obi. Obi, Obi, sorry. Um, Obi-Wan. <laughs> has two Obi headers, twice. totally yeah. unmarked. Um, I couldn't really figure out, I put this on Twitter, is this just, you know, Ghana, Ghana has an overhead kick later on in the half as well, hits the bar. There's a little bit of shenanigans from set pieces in the second half too. Uh, is this organisation? Is this how we're set up? Are we still doing this weird zonal marking? Um, can anyone point a, put a finger on this? Because... We, we uh, do better teams pick us off maybe today. Um, think, so, sorry, yeah, go on. So yeah, no, go on. That first header from Ob, nobody was marking him, were they? There was a little clump of them just just inside the eighteen yards. Like, two of ours. Yeah, there was yeah. two of ours and three of theirs. All yeah. watching again. Our two decided to mark the shorter of the three. Yeah. And leave the six foot six guy, you know, to wander in by himself. Um, so yeah, that's that's an organisation. Whether we didn't have enough players available to mark everyone because they were zonally marking the edge of the six sharpers, we seem to have some sort of hybrid um, version of it, don't we? Um, but yeah, I, I th- sorry, I think, on, it, I think you're right. I think Garner took most people's attention because we know he's usually he's pretty. I mean, if those chances are falling to him, they're, they're, you're two 0 down because he's deadly in the air. He's very good in the air. We always said he punches above his height for his, you know, for his size. He's very good in the air, but. I mean, they were glaring misses, weren't they? Really were. Yeah, and and we kind of joked about on the on the WhatsApp group. Maybe we are leaving him unmarked because he's <laughs> useless for a goal. <laughs> yeah. But but th- this was an issue last season we talked about, and um, um I remember Rotherham away our corners, you know, the, and the goal that they one of the goals they scored. I think was it Richard Wood's goal. <laughs> we, yeah. We just never really sorted out our defensive shape last season, and this appears to be a hangover. You know, we're going to talk about the positives, which is 
how well we played and, and the you know the the passing getting in behind um that we did do today but we this needs to be sorted out doesn't it i i mean i don't know how you sort it out and there's a question about you know this is our second string defense does that you know play a part as well but is this team going to finish in the playoffs if it can't defend you know if it can't mark up from set pieces no. or should we just concentrate on scoring more goals either side mm. i think that's joe's theory isn't it the yeah, joe it Royal approach yeah, but as Joe says that you know we we don't actually concede that many goals in the whole scheme of things, do we? You know, this, the the defensive side of things isn't as much of an issue as the attacking side of things. Um, but you know, as you say, whether we because we had two centre halves that aren't normally paired together and aren't the most vocal, are they? From what I can tell, neither Wilson or NCR are particularly shouty, are they? Um, Whereas Chambers and Ward are, whether because you, you've got all your defenders strung along the six-yard box, there's no one pointing out further out in the box that nobody's marking it. I don't know. I don't know who was just, who was responsible for just making a, everyone's mark. We always just look so chain, static from set plays. Every, yeah. every every time in the second half when they got corners, set plays, you think here it comes. We're going to concede because someone's going to be unmarked. We just look look just static. I think, and I think you're right, Craig. It's just no. You know, Chambers is playing. Chambers is captain. Chambers can surely see along, you know, see along the line, for goodness sake. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it's in any way his fault by any means, but, you know, it's just, I think, just general poor communication and poor organisation. What role does Holy have here, guys? Well, because he doesn't feel like he's much of a talker. Could could he could he help? I mean, could he come for some of these crosses, for example? Again, I think he's too static. I, I thought last season for his size, again, he's just, he's just for me, he's just too static. He's, like that, you know, some are good delivery, man. I think the Gary Roberts corner was a good delivery. I mean, the second delivery second from the one, right was yeah. also, yeah, also pretty good balls in. But yeah, worrying, worrying because you know one of those go, one of those go. Well, first one goes in, you're one nil down, different complexion on the game. Crowd turns, cardboard cutouts. Crowd, turn. yeah, the, the cardboard, cardboard cutouts. Cardboard turn. turn round. Morrissey, yeah, yeah Morrissey starts getting the arse. <laughs> that, that was the seventh minute, and you know Wigan, uh, you know probably Sheridan's kind of g'd him up and kind of said, no, everything's going against us. You know we've got nothing to lose. Yeah, uh, they they score that goal, and yeah, as you say, Craig, the, the complexion of the game could have been very, very different. Um, fortunately, as things tend to do for us at the start of the campaign, at least. Um, they went with us and 11th minute guys let's talk about our positive attacking play um uh, we've got a question from mullet about ward so let's not go too big into how great Stephen ward was and how that and this partnership with steers which i'm going to ask you about in a sec um but lovely goal here 11th minute isn't it i mean quick thinking by ward and steers that partnership as he said doing really well but it's it's obi i think it is obi and clears it to yeah. bishop but but this goal is made from quick thinking isn't it and players willing to run in behind. Very good. I think it's very good from Sears. Sears, Sears is yep. aware, isn't he? And Sears almost invites the ball, doesn't he? Invites the quick pass. And poor old Obi, um, yeah, just gets a little bit on it. Whether that it wasn't the most, I think so. Sears not naturally left-footed. It wasn't the greatest of balls, but in, a, in the right area. And um, our bishop finishes it really well, considering yeah. you know he controls it really nicely. It's a lovely instinctive header, and he had no time yeah. at all to do anything. Just reacts and. Just directs it into. Yeah, I don't no know who, who had who had a Teddy Bishop header as being the first goal season. I mean, that's his that's his first goal since Bournemouth Only away. Never goal. Well, uh, second years, uh, second goal, and, and it's been six years almost. Well, Bournemouth. yeah, Bournemouth um, away. Since Bournemouth away. I mean, that was a tidy goal as well. He, I mean, Lambert said, and I think Bishop said in the post match that he's got to add goals to his game if he stays fit and can get five 
seven goals. I mean, he could be a really, you know, we say, we say this every year, don't we? But so if Bishop stays fit right through the season, he could be one of the top players in the division. He's, you know, he's that good, isn't he? If, you know, you'd want him to fulfil his potential. He's not, what was he now? 20, must be 25, is he? 25, must be. That's all right. Around yeah. about then. You know, if he if he stays fit and has a good season, he's, he's, he's going to be, yeah. We, if he stays fit and has a good season, we'll have a good season. He's saying about, oh, sorry, Rich, saying about quick free kicks. We did it all match, didn't we? We were we were getting the ball down, yeah. and they they highlighted it on the the Colin commentary. Parry, as well. Yeah, didn't they? Yeah. Obviously, something we worked on. Yeah, um, oh, something I'm we... not so keen on is um, Sears' little floaty ones from the edge no, of the area. Uh, he had two of those as well, didn't he? <laughs> to get two of them as well. Yeah, no, right. you got judged well, it was like a crossbar challenge, I thought. He's on it. A crossbar just float one on the bar. Sort of thing. There's no pace on him, is it? The goalkeeper no. just wandered across the corner if it was anywhere near the goal. It the is first like one, crossbar challenge. The first one at the South Stand end was just crying out for it to be laid sideways. On Larrabit. To lash it, wasn't it? Ward is that on his left foot, yeah. But the, but the three, they kind of... If Downs ends up going, and I think, again, you guys might have talked about it last week, this this combination, this trio of midfielders kind of is... is it's strangely complimentary because Bishop is quite happy to maraud and run forward with the ball. You know, Nyland can go box to box and, and, and Dazelle is quite happy to sit, isn't he as well? You know, Dazelle's, I think he was, I think Lee Hendry was the co-commentator mentioned that Dazelle was man marked in the second half. And, and that maybe stifled us a little bit. It was a lot quiet second half. First half, Dazelle is pinging these balls out, particularly out wide to the left. You know, there's a chance 28, um, where, it's got that lovely sort of oh, sorry, disguise Gordon. ball where all of a yeah. sudden he'll just play that. And it's, it, it seems an easy ball, but it's not. He'll just see that ball. And it's almost a straight ball, but he sort of, I don't know, drops his shoulder and put it in. You what, what? Hang on. Where that? Yeah, well, yeah he, he feigns plays to play in different wide, areas. He? You know. Sorry? He feigns, to play, he feigns to play it wide. And just yeah, it's, a no eye, it's almost a no-eyes ball, isn't it? No-eyes. Yeah. He's, he's lovely. Technically, love it. Love. And I, I said all along, you know, hopefully now cement his place in the side, get a run in the side. Because again, you know, him and Bishop, Bishop says fit, Dazelle says fit, are running aside. If they, you know, we'll be doing well because, yeah, we'll be doing well if they're doing well, definitely. In terms of Dazelle, you just, you've just got to take the, the good with the bad, though, haven't yes. you? you know, he is going to let players run past him. Naive, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's going to let players and, run past him into and the And that will drive well. Lambert crazy. <laughs> you're not going to have a player at this level who's playing passes like we just spoke about, but he's also following his man and making, you know, no, you've almost got, a, you've almost got you're right you've almost got a, you're not going to have it indulge him yeah yep. but even Nolan you know we, we've talked about NCR I think last week needing confidence Nolan started touch. Bristol Rovers really touch, Nolan. shakily no, but it's great that game is... yeah and, and what oh, about I... his running though Dave you know yeah <sighs> cuts into the box I think um, and quit it's the one where um, Bishop's side foot shot that the keeper palms oh yeah, the yeah. 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 Nolan so, dashing into the box isn't it yeah, that's a, and that's a nice little liar from Drinnen, wasn't it? Yeah. Drinnen, Drinnen laid it back into It was a shame, you know, with Drinnen, wasn't it? You know, and what was, again, I missed this as well, just a strain of Paul, what's he done? I don't think Lambert revealed too much about it full time. I was looking for that as well, I couldn't find it. Yeah, um, I, I think he led the line pretty well again. Yeah, well, I was going to come on to this as well, because we haven't got a question about it. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the chances as well, you know, Sears has this effort 40 minutes again it starts from the Dizel crossfield pass judge back hill yeah. you know he says probably needs to pull it back for joining and he's unmarked yeah. in the penalty spot but what a great move that was and, and we didn't see to you know um, Wilson has a chance where he kind of the ball glances off his boot oh. rather than him 
putting it, putting through they say it. He's and... never scored a professional goal. No, that's why they said never <laughs> scored. He must have played 200 games, surely, hasn't he? I'd, I'd, I'm not sure. Must have done. Yeah, um, never scored a professional goal. That's what they said. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I thought, hey, what? Surely a big lad from a corner. He must have knocked from a corner. Well, there you go. I mean, that, there's your evidence right there. That was a... That was a yeah, fair point. Yeah, I wasn't going to say yeah. territory. But <laughs> I saw his feet out. I don't know why I'm so surprised having seen that. It's not so far off. Um, but, the, you know, the second goal, which came at a really good time because I think Wigan had got a little bit of confidence. We were probably sitting back, which was the tendency we had last season when we won a few games early doors, 1-0. And um, Burton particularly, it was quite an interesting kind of parallel there uh, where we take the lead, dominate the first half and then maybe sit back a little bit. But, you know, the second goal comes from Nolan being play, uh, playing in judge who's got him in behind his man. You know, it's a lovely cross back in and Norwood and Edwards kind of conspire to get the ball in the back of the net. But, Get, but getting in behind guys and judge, you know, I think judge had a up and down game today, but are we seeing that starting to see the, these Harry, Harry from Bath, convalent bonds, combos, Harry from Bath know? combos. Yeah. That I was clever, was, wasn't it? Clever from Nolan. Is again, the system was, working for us? It was such a simple pass. It seems to be, seems to be, doesn't it? Again, I think as you alluded to Rich, I think we've got to take into consideration the opposition slightly. Okay. Although I thought Wigan considering, you know, and they said in the commentary, quit themselves really well, for goodness sake, you know. Um, I think, really, I think really well. Wigan, I think we're going to see a few results like that in the next two or three weeks, just while they get used to each other. There'll be a few 1-0, 2-0 defeats, yeah. so I would be surprised. They didn't really have much up top, did they? And you know, they always, poor old Obi didn't have the greatest of games at the back, so there's a few gaps at the back. So I think you'll see a few 1-0, 2-0s. Garner few... was a bit unlucky, wasn't he, first half? That's fantastic. Yeah, that was How yeah. good was that? Still scorer of one of the best goals I've ever seen, that playoff goal. Still one of the best, I think. It's the best football I've ever seen. What a goal. And in that match as well, yeah. Yeah. You're saying about about covalent bonds, obviously. I think the reason why Judge was over on that left-hand side is because he was offering zero protection to Chambers on the right-hand side, wasn't he? Second half, everything was coming down their left-hand side, wasn't it? Without Edward's substitution. Yeah, I had a mate around watching it, and we called it five minutes before saying, bloody hell, he's getting nothing, no protection whatsoever. Yeah. Edwards comes on and all of a sudden, I think the first thing Edwards did was chase back into the box and get a tackle. And you think, well, thank I like God for I must admit, I've got a lot of time for Edwards. I like his directness and I think he's got a, he's got a big part to play this season, hopefully. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, 
protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Yeah, fits in the box, doesn't he? Well, yeah, yeah. So, so let me just focus briefly before we go into the questions about Drynan, Norwood and this <laughs> system. Because cause I think everyone agrees that Drynan had an excellent first half. I think he was taken off. I think Lambert said he wanted to continue but as a precaution, he took him off. Yeah, fair enough. But, but is he, is Dreiner more suited to that lone striker role than Norwood, or is Norwood still getting up to speed? Because I, I just felt it didn't really stick with Norwood up front, and I don't think he's um, unselfish as dry, as much as Dreiner is to make the runs into the channels, maybe to get the ball and bring other people into it. Or am I being overly critical, as I say, because Norwood's just come back from a you know, serious injury and it's getting up to speed. I don't think yes, you are. I think Nor- Norwood likes to play between the, you know, between the lines of the box, doesn't he? Hence, you know, 30 odd goals for Tramier a couple of seasons ago and, and last season. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Drynan is, is perhaps, yeah, not as not selfish is not the right word, but yeah, we'll, we'll be more inclined to make those runs wide and, you know, and bring other players, um, you know, and bring other players into the, bring other players in, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, he was saying about Norwood getting up to speed. I think, Personally, I'm just willing to not give everyone a free pass for the first month or so, but just because it's just been a bizarre pre-season, hasn't it? It's just been a bizarre lead into the season for everyone. I, th- I think let's give everyone three or four matches just to find their feet again and, and see where we're at. And if no, if Norwood's still playing the same as he is and Drinan's still playing the same as he is in three or four matches' time, then Drinan will certainly be des- deserving the shirt. Yeah. So, Craig, in terms of this formation so it feels like we're going to stick with this 4-3-3 um now um you know in terms of hierarchy of players who can play in that lone position we're not we're not going to try and squeeze jackson or drynan out into one of the wide roles because we've got options there anyway we don't need to do that you know who is your number one pick for assuming we've got no injury issues who starts against bristol rovers next week is it drynan again Doesn't feel like he's done anything to. No, to it lose doesn't. Out. No, 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 no. I think you're probably right. He's fit, isn't he? He's, at least we know he's, he's a. Well, sorry. Injuries he aside, he's matched. <laughs> he's matched fit. Obviously, yeah. he'll get a knock around about. <laughs> but the, for the time being, he's he's match fit. I just I'd like to see. I know Hawkins hasn't had many minutes, and from all accounts, he's ideally ideally suited to that role. He's attributes, hasn't he? Yeah, he's un, he is like a typical unselfish. <laughs> Fulcrum for a for a you know a target man to lay it off and just get other people involved and allow midfielders to get up and support and things like that. But God knows when we get a chance to see him play a league match. He may well play during the week. Yeah, who's your who's your pick? Yeah, I think I agree. I think if he's fit, you go with Ryan. I didn't think he did a lot. You know, if if and if Lambert's practicing what he's preaching and saying, you know, the ones in possession of the shirt, if they're doing the business, well, they're, you know, it's up to someone else to come and take the shirt away from them. So, yeah, I'd go with, I'd go with Drian in again. I don't think he did a lot. Right. I said, I, yeah, he did. I thought he played quite well first half. Um, yeah. yeah, I think if he's fit, yeah, stick with him. Be interesting to see what happens. I mean, there is a game, there is a game midweek, you know, quite a, 
yeah, uh, on face of attractive, attractive game at home, you know, at home to Fulham in the Carabao Cup. Um, you'd think Hawkins. I'd like, like Craig said, I'd thought Hawkins would certainly get a get a start probably. Um, yeah. um, but no, I'd, I'd go with Drinan again. I haven't got any problem with that. Stuff. Well, one one stat to finish on before we go into the questions, guys. Um, that is our first win on Sky since MK Dons away in 2015. 16 games have passed since then. So, do you believe the hoodoo is over, or is this just a blip? Ooh, we're not going to be on Sky again for another another year, are we? So That's true. We could be unbeaten on Sky for for a year. First world problems, eh? Um, that has got to be the lot. I'd love to know someone stat will know. Right? Yeah. You know, the longest winless Sky run, sixteen games. It is really useless, incredible, isn't really, isn't it? And, and on Sunday as well. We, I think we generally are worse on Sky on a Sunday as well. So <laughs> that's an even worse stat. So good to have that monkey off our back as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go through the questions. Stubbsy asks us. Um, well, I'm happy that we won. God knows we've waited long enough for a win on Sky. Um, we can't keep playing Enciala, though, can we? Um, is he actually good enough for this league? I thought he was awful. I thought Enciala was all right today. Um, yeah. Enciala's great when he attacks a ball. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. You yeah, know, won a lot in the air. I think I made reference to this sort of last week. He's a bit like... Titus was, you know, Ooh. when he's when he sort of got time on the ball, you sort of how <laughs> sort of panic when he has to do things sort of reasonably instinctively or attack the ball. He's absolutely fine. I don't like the goalkeeper. I don't like him receiving the ball anywhere near our box. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely it's, not. Um, an there's an a few moments where to, yeah, I've got an answer to one of the other questions that may were coming up later that will inter, interject quite nicely with that. But yeah, yeah. there was a particular uh, point today when Wilson pinged it out from. Oh. Second half, and the the commentator said it was Hoddle Hoddle, Hoddle, yes. <laughs> Christ stop almighty, it right as, now. As comparisons go, oh, and stop it. <laughs> was that up there with Ron Atkinson's calling Naylor Pushkas? Was it Pushkas <laughs> or the playoff final? I, I think it's something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was for the drag back, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I heard that. My God, yeah. Are we are we are we down on NCR or are we okay with him staying put in the team for now? <sighs> He's right if he keeps it simple, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. And... I mean, <laughs> what, you know, what we say, that, see, there's a conundrum here, you know, when Wolferden's fit and when Vincent Young is fit, mm. goodness knows, hopefully soon, sooner rather than later, who do you pair, Wolferden presumably is going to play, who do you pair him with? Go on, Craig. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd move Chambers. Chambers inside, and, and I think yeah, I you've got still. to play Vincent Young. I, to be I fair think to Chambers, Chambers has played really well. I think the last yeah. couple of games in that yeah. position. I I, I, I agree. And he's been getting up and down the pitch. That the ball we're talking about, Wilson playing, he played it to Chambers. He was, you know, what yeah. 60, 30, 60, 70 yards up at the pitch on the other side of the. So I think I think there's there's a real answer to that when 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 everybody's fit I, I I still think I know a lot of people will be shouting me down but I still think you're right Wolfenden and and having that experienced Chambers alongside him I think um, we, we we haven't had Vincent Young for so and a fit Vincent Young for so long we forget just how brilliant he was for those for, for those three matches <laughs> I mean he was so good he was so good yeah. wasn't he that. Yeah. You sort of worry that Christ, you know, if we're still top and January comes around and this guy's still playing out of his skin, someone's going to come in with like five yeah. million and he's gone. You know, I know. You 1. know 1.5, Dave, come on. Now. Yeah, well, you know, okay. <laughs> still so with a decent fee, sorry, what am I saying? With a decent <laughs> fee, 
I mean, he was that good, wasn't he? He was just yeah. ridiculous. But what is his injury now? I've sort of lost track. Achilles, isn't it? Jesus. I don't know. That seems. Uh, like, I was going to say Taco Man. I was going to lob this question in, but you've you've alluded to injuries, so I've, I've got a question on injuries. But Taco Man asks: Is the fact that we've kept a clean shape without our strongest defence an encouraging side uh, sign, or a sign um, that we rode our luck a little bit too much? First half, certainly. I think <laughs> I think we can say we rode our luck. First half. I mean, second half, they didn't really you're not, create. Yeah, you're not going to keep a clean sheet without the no, having chances, are you? It's a game of football. You're, both teams are going to have chances to score goals at some point. Whether they take them or not is yeah, they, limit, limit the amount of clear-cut chances you can... To be fair, they were fairly clear-cut, those two, though, <laughs> weren't they? they were, oh, Christ almighty. Um, um, yeah. Dave Gort, um, Craig, um, asked, um, injuries, exclamation mark, he starts his tweet with. Should we be questioning the club ball? Um, Luke Wolfenden and JL... JL, help me out. Thank you very much. Not able to play today because of Knox. Um, is the sport science adequate? Is it player preparation? Is it physiotherapy? Is it rehab? Are the players tough enough um, or too cautious? Um, could they play with niggles? Um, Craig, <laughs> I've kind of given you two really tough questions. Haven't I? Um, Hospital passes, mate, I think we'll call those, will we? Um, this is where you prove your metal. But then I'm sure Paul Hurst said something similar when he when he joined, is that he couldn't believe the dark ages of our medical behind the scenes bits and pieces going on at Playford Road and obviously hasn't it's it to me it's the rehab is the thing how long how long do our players take to get fit again once they've had an injury and then pick up subsequent injuries when they're almost back from the injury that they took ages and ages and ages to get back I think I think Lancaster's a tricky one because he's a young lad and obviously still probably still grown and he's had back injuries and stuff which which obviously you have to be careful with him yeah very very careful but uh, him aside you, you are right I mean Jesus Christ for ages and then you know and then you know you're fine yeah he's making good progress and then I know no news from the club, and someone will raise the question about oh so and so. Oh no, he's had a setback in training. He's had a setback in his rehab. Christ, you know, it can't be. What I noticed with Hurst right from the start when Hurst was there, do you remember when people were coming off? Um, people were coming off immediately. They were having stretch and they were stretching down by the dugout when yes. they were when they were coming off. Yeah, they, yeah, having, having the leaning yeah. down and pulling the yeah. hamstrings. They? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, absolutely. I I noticed that immediately under Hurst yeah. and stuff. I just don't know. And it's not just under Lambert, though. It's been going on for seasons. Yeah. Like, you know, under McCarthy, wasn't it? It seemed to be, you know, we you know, we wouldn't just get minor injuries. They just drag. I mean, Bishop, bloody hell. Oh, he's been unlucky. But, you know, it just dragged on forever, for goodness sake. So, I, I don't know. Are we any worse than any other? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's like Norwood. How many games did Norwood play for Tranmere? <laughs> season after season on dog shit. Well, down in non He's playing 50, 60 matches each season. Classic. Running around like a nutter. Plays for us and gets injured in October, has an injury, has an operation, injured again in February, has an operation, still not fit, eight months later. Well, I think well, the, the, classic, the classic's McGoldrick, isn't it? The yeah. classic. I mean, M.A. Hughes, I mean, although I'm not sure he had the best injury record before he came to us, but true, true. I mean, McGoldrick's the one, isn't he? You're not telling me that's, that's all to do with driving two and a half hours up the M1 or whatever he was doing. I, I don't know. Someone studs in your scrotum on the halfway line, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that would do it, to <laughs> be fair. True. Yeah, that would do it. But yeah. well, We think Dave's got something there. And that's, that's something that's a bee in my bonnet as well for a while. Yeah. Not sure we're going to fix it there on, on the pod. Um, Mullet, are they, uh, here's, here's the question I alluded to before as well. I think of the Harry 
Harry, we need to pay Harry from Bath some money using this term. <laughs> Are the convalent bonds of Warden Sears the unexpected bonus of the week? They look very good at making space and opportunities. Um, or is it the holder player of drawing and allowing the midfield more time and opportunity to play? Dave. I'm going to say a bit, a bit of both. I'm going to say a bit of both. A bit of both. Yeah. Season, a bit of both. I think, do you know what? I think Ward could be a very shrewd signing. Could be a very, very Ooh. shrewd signing, actually. Is he um, fit? Yeah. Well, <laughs> Has he got stays. a good injury record? Do we know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, you must. I think he's played about 500 games. So I think, yeah, yeah, 250 consecutive appearances. <laughs> Maybe he'll um, tell us how he's done it. Yeah, so him and yeah, I mean, and him and Sears. I mean, Sears is an intelligent footballer. We've always said that along. So I think you know, uh, you're naturally left footed. You know, naturally left footed, experienced player like Ward is. I think you know he would fit in well with you know with Sears. You know, Sears is, is a clever footballer. But uh, we said you know we said right from the start, Dryden and start the season really well in possession of the shirt, and he's hold up play has been has been good. And you saw it on two or three occasions. You know, occasions today bringing the midfield in. So. Yeah, it certainly is a sorry not a bit a combination of both. I would say it's just nice but, to have at least one of the back four positions that you can hopefully just hang your hat on and don't need to worry about it yeah. the rest of the season. It's just yeah. he's going to be a left back. Just let's not worry about that. Let's worry about the other three positions because that one's that one's sorted. Yeah, it's I mean Chris, I don't, Chris I don't, Makin or David Wright. You know, it's just a position that he'll just yeah, handle himself. Point. You know, don't leave him to it. I don't yeah. think it would be a bonus if he can contribute any of the goals that Garbert that Luke Garbert did last season of course but although some of those obviously were, were, were free kicks so perhaps he'll as you say take possession of free kicks from from Freddie for goodness sake he might do well with the assists for assists which I think is a, is a thing yeah if you're a fan of XG or XA um Harry Butcher Craig I personally think um there's a really good player in Nolan um I thought he was great today could he really step up the season and be a key man yeah there's no reason why not I thought he was good today actually and normally he really does my head in balls Rust. my piss, shall we say, <laughs> Nolan, because he's obviously a really oh. talented footballer. Both feet, first touch is fine. He's, oh. Both feet passing is fine. If he just he just needs to affect games more, and it's something we said all the way along. And if if this is this formation is now allowing him to do so and giving him a bit more freedom and a bit more confidence to do it, and as he did today, get in the box, he was. In the first half, he drove into the box. Second half, he plays the pass forward to judge to score the second goal. Then, you know, and if he can chip it, as we know he can do yeah, in he's terms got of goals. goals. Yeah. If he can get eight, ten goals, then absolutely, 100%. Yeah, he's technically, I think, a really very good footballer. I think you're right, yeah. Craig. He just needs that, just to express himself a bit yes. more, I think. Yeah, you know, 100%. Yeah, yeah very piece as well. His first no, touch, somebody touches the day, his first touch is... Sublime footballer, but and he's got all the attributes strong, big, you know. Um, yeah, again, important, important player for us potentially this season. But then, um, I don't know, Downs doesn't go. Who does he replace in the midfield? Yeah, that's a good shout. <laughs> um, more questions on midfielders, guys. Two from um, Chris Hodges and Giles Gooding. I'll kind of merge these together. Um, um, Giles says, um, This is Dizelle's time. He made a crunching tackle in the game, which shows he's confident about his knee. Um, I think that's the key element of his game missing for, for most of last season. Um, and Chris Hodges, kind of an, a different angle on this one. Maybe um, you deal with the injury, Dave, and Craig, you deal with this bit. Um, do you think Dezel will get a run of games? It seems that whenever he has a poor game, he gets rotated out of the team. But um, Dave, good to see a confident Dezel in, in more ways than one. Couldn't, yeah, uh, I think it's Giles question. You know, it, yeah, and maybe this is an example of, you know, someone like Drynan taking a little bit of the pressure, you know, pressure off the midfield with his hold-up play and allowing people like Dizel potentially to 
I've said it before, expressed himself a bit for quality footballer, especially at that level. And you can tell, you know, I know experts, but Hendry and Alan Parry who's commentating sort of almost purring over him that it's just his languid way and how he can sort of strike the pass long or short. Um, yeah, I've always said he, he needs to be yeah, a good run in the side and um, yeah, just should go from strength to strength, I'd have thought. So, so Craig, so Chris's question, is he going to get that run in the side or is, I think, I forget which one you mentioned earlier in the pod, but um, is Lambert going to indulge the kind of maybe spiky nature of some of his performances? I don't think so. No, I think he played perfectly well today, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, as well, what his his advantage is that probably of those three, he's he's more um, unique in the way that he plays. You know, you you, you can bring on Hughes to do the box to box either either the roles actually Bishop or Hughes. They both, you know, he can Bishop or Nolan. Sorry, he can do that. Um, whereas you know, Dizelle's quarterback role, if we call it that, there's not many other players in that team that can do it, in that squad that can do it. And if we're going to play this way, he's going to be pretty um, you know, well-placed to, to to dictate games from that position because nobody else can. And, and he needs to. He's age, yeah, you know. He's absolutely. Not, you know, he's not a 17-year-old kid. All right, he had a hell of a setback with a real terrible knee injury. But, you know, he now needs to be needs to be playing and kicking on, doesn't he? Yeah, and knowing our luck, he'll have a storming season. He's out of contract. He can leave for a nominal, <laughs> nominal fee in the, the summer. Crystal Palace. Yeah, no, no, up, up the road. Yeah, up the road. Yeah, no, oh, stop yeah, it, stop just... it. Oh um, lord. <laughs> Jason's um, given us some observations. Less, less credit more of observations. Um, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just a coincidence. Hello, Sorry, right. out to Jason. <laughs> um, Jason Azale says, I thought Andre Azale was 10 out of 10. Uh, in the yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, Hola underscore Jace. Um, um, de, uh, he was a big fan of Azale's range of passing. He uses the word sublime. Um, Sears should not be taking free kicks. I think we agree with that. Um, huh. And this kit deserves a promotion. He's a big fan of the yellow badge. Oh, yeah. It looks, looks nice, the kit, doesn't it? And the blue shorts. Yeah. I yeah, love, love it. Yeah, like it. Um, Where do you guys stand on the away kit? I need to see it in the flesh. I think I I don't mind it. We did a did we Craig Craig and yeah, I, I Joe yeah, did a bit yeah. of a pod on it. I think it's it's definitely a bit more marmite. But the trouble is um, Zagreb is it? Um, Dynamo Zagreb have exactly the same. You know, huh? you expect the templates to be borrowed and the colours to change, but it's identical apart from obviously the badges and the sponsor. Oh, so okay. I think that's a little bit diminishes its impact a little bit, if you ask me. Craig, have you got it in a frame? No, it? I haven't. No, no, no. I haven't got my. I haven't been to collect my vouchers yet, so um, uh, I should vouchers. be purchasing the home one for my little boy with those. But no, I, I, it's a bit wishy-washy for me. I'm, not fussed by either way. I like, it I, like it's been I, faded in the wash, actually. I don't yeah, know I prefer. As I said on the pod, when we did the pod, I prefer it when it's finished. <laughs> yeah, the home kit's nice. The home kit is yeah, nice. I like the blue, I like the blue lovely. shorts as well. I always like that. Yeah. Um, Dan Button asks, if you had to strengthen one area of the team, where would it be and why? Um, I'll let you. I'll let each of you answer that one. I'd go probably for a, the wide attacking role. Um, Sears, obviously, we know, I think Sears is ideally suited for it because he looks at it from a, an attacker's, with an attacker's mentality, if you like. I don't know how many others we've got in the squad that would also look at it from an attacker's mentality rather than a midfielder's mentality, if you like. So you know, if we are allowed to inflate our squad a little bit more, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd go for a wide attacker. 
we haven't really got that naturally wide left-footed player. Would you, I suppose, Lancaster? Would you class him as that potentially? I suppose, but yeah, I see where you're coming. I see where you're coming from there. Somebody who's question. naturally naturally left-footed, which Sears obviously Sears isn't. There's a question here, Dave, from from Mark. He says, "When will Lambo realise that Judge isn't a winger?" Is that is that your suggestion? It's a replacement, maybe for Judge. Well, or? I think so, and I think he doesn't. I mean, today Craig was quite right. He he doesn't he doesn't really help. <laughs> he doesn't really help his fullback. We've said that all along, haven't we? You know, certainly leaves them very very exposed. Um, but yeah, I, I I'd like to see. I, I I agree. Yeah, thinking thinking about it. Yeah, perhaps a a left a left footed um, yeah forward player. It's interesting. Why? Lancaster can Lancaster's left footed. He can do it, but we just haven't seen him enough of it. Not since. Do it he enough. First. Yeah, exactly. If he comes back and tears it up, then. Oh. Yeah. We'll not a, since he I first don't know. Yeah. The squad's so big, isn't it? But yeah. does it need improving anywhere? I don't know. Yeah. In we've the got... dugout, maybe. <laughs> wow. Hold that thought. Um, oh, you say that? Bloody hell. Yeah. Potentially. Kieran Dyer. Um, it's, it's quite a lot of questions of a similar theme. I'm going to try and merge this. In. I'm going to use uh, crowdsource a single question and try to be more articulate than I just have been in the last few seconds. We've got <laughs> questions from 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 Mark um, Mark Beck. Um, check out his podcast, by the way. Definitely worth a look there. Um, James Houston. Um, I'll come back to Mikey's because I'm sure Craig is waiting to answer that one. Um, and Scott Moore. Um, how how much do we read into the performance given the opposition? You know, is this is this something for us? I mean, Noel Baker's alluded to it as well. Um, didn't believe it was a decent performance. Um, do we do we read much into these wins against, you know, Bristol Rovers without a recognised striker, Wigan, who are you know um, in administration and potentially a couple of weeks, hopefully not, and good luck to Wigan, obviously. Um, but you know, in a in a difficult situation, do we read much into this yet? Can we can Lambert feel like he's He's, he's safe yet, Craig, after these two performances? <laughs> or do we just, you know, we just need to keep beating these teams, yeah, don't we? Exactly that. Crikey. I'd, I'd, I'd have settled for a 3-0 and a 2-0 for the first two matches of the season, regardless of who we were playing. You know, let's just, let's worry about it when we need to worry about it. Six games in, once we've you know, started playing a few more teams. The, the proof will be, and I was, I was saying it earlier, actually, when I was chatting to one of the guys I was with this afternoon, when we start playing some of the teams that we think will be in and around us at the top of the division. It was a problem last year, wasn't it? That's what yeah. stuffed us up. We didn't beat anybody that was eventually up that. I think we looked thing. last week and we thought that the first big sort of real test on, on those sort of teams, Craig, was going to be Charlton at home, which I think is 10th, I've written it down somewhere, 10th of October, I think it is. So about six games in, I think. Um, that's what we thought last week. You're looking at the fixtures thinking, okay, that would be, looking at the first four or five, you know, okay, Bristol Rovers away, Rochdale, MK Dons, you think, yeah, okay, we should be all right. But yeah, Charlton at home, I think, is coming up early. So, so it is 10th of October. But even, so you say, thought, but even Charlton's at home, though, isn't it? You know, you well, it is. Charlton yeah. Accrington at home. Yeah. At home. You, yeah. It's not until you play Link, Lincoln away. I think Lincoln could be a bit of a dark horse this Yeah, yeah that's going to say in the roundup. We'll, we'll come on to these teams and have a chat about those. I think it's a good shout, Craig. Yeah. Um, Mark's questions about the rotation, I think we've, we might have dealt with that about. Um, between Arsenal and and today, but that's, that's a good question. Um, Adam Fajani, a Dommy Boy, seventy nine. Um, how would you compare the season's opening day to last year's? Um, who went to Burton? I I did. I can I can deal with this question. I, can I answer a question, guys? I'm going to answer a question. I'm the host. I can do whatever the hell I want. Um, I, I, moderately more fluid and definitely um, sustained our attacking intent 
for a much longer time than Burton. Um, it kind of felt that um, we were going to concede away at Burton last season. And yeah, we had kind of the early OB's chances and maybe the kind of threat kind of flipped around a bit. It didn't feel like we were, we were, Wigan were going to sustain anything apart from us making a mistake. And our attacking play, I think, was more coherent than it was at Burton. And, it, and as it turns out, Lambert has suggested that the 4-4-2 was that, was used successfully at Burton and for a few weeks yeah. afterwards was rather a, a, an, an accident rather yeah. than a design. So yeah, I think sort of yeah. fell into his lap, didn't it? It was very yeah. embryonic at that stage, just fell into his lap and we <laughs> thought we'd carry on playing it because it was working. Well, yeah. It fills me full of confidence, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, hang on. This is working. Let's try that. Oops. How did that happen? Um, well, it proves that a lot of the suspicions that um, maybe people have of Lambert. Um, our, um, I'm going to end on this one purely because I've got the right people to ask the question too. Um, our own Mikey Penty-Smith. Um, if that performance was a Potmaster score, what would it be? What's the point? Giving the, he doesn't know what he's talking. He doesn't know what the answer would be. If he gave an answer, he wouldn't know what it relates to in any case, would he? A solid <laughs> twenty-one, I reckon, Dave. Yeah, I'd say around twenty-one. I think it probably, yeah, someone's chosen some poor. Someone's chosen poorly on the six pointers. I think. So <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd, two of two of the three out three and ten, I reckon. Twenty-one, <laughs> spectacular. Two of the three and ten. Well, you were. By the way, you were. Did I see you were a thirty-niner on on Friday? I well. Ah, yes. come on! Right. I did actually. Yeah, I managed to get myself a thirty-nine and a and a two two in two of the three. Yeah, thankfully my Gilbert who was, O'Sullivan. Who was the three in ten? Who was the three in ten? Now you're asking me. I can't. Oh, we're digressing terribly. Rich, Rich is straining at least to That's get right. back control. That's right. To get back and control with this broadcast. We've got a whole. We've got a pop popmaster podcast spin-off that has <laughs> it's been mooted for a while on the WhatsApp group. Um, so if you want to hear more, um, at Fim75, I'm sure <laughs> Greg will regale you with all of the, um, the, the blow by blow of his uh, his popmaster round last week. You just see over Craig's left shoulder, there's a pitch. I think of Ken Bruce. Ken there. Bruce, isn't it? Yeah. Ken Bruce, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> Yay! Popmaster Quizwork. I literally go. thought he was going to find a picture of Ken Bruce behind. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So there you go, Mikey. You're 21, but probably beforehand they were crowing that they were going to get over 30 or something. Yeah. Like. We're going to, I'm going to get 36. Um, let's do the roundup, guys. Um, great questions. Apologies if we didn't have time to read all of them. Um, but some really good stuff there. Um, I guess a few important ones to, to mention. Um, Accrington to Peter Brunel. Um, some excellent goals from Accrington. Um, I you, you fans of XG, low XG scorers here, um, and it looked quite harsh on Peterborough. But um, Dion Charles, I think the first one was a yeah. um, lovely a volley. Wasn't it? Yeah, and then second um, goal. Wow. Yeah, is it a wacky? I think a wacky. Chelsea. Wacky. Chelsea. Yeah. Um, so a hat trick during the week. Yeah, in the they cup, yeah. hammered Leeds, didn't they? Yeah. Um, so interesting start for Peterborough there. Let's start, um, life without Ivan Tony. Um, crew Charlton, um, 2-0 to, to Charlton, the kind of clash of the um, relegated championship versus promoted League 2. Um, um, feel free to chip in if anything interesting or anything exciting um, grabs your attention. Donny 1, MK 1, Fleetwood 2, Burton 1. Um, this game was um, uh, was temporarily halted by um, locals lobbing apples over the stand <laughs> onto the pitch. Yeah. Uh, but um, Paddy Madden, um, who I think was yeah. their leading scorer last season. Yeah, yeah. Came the, back the, the, the people out there have got something about throwing 
bits and pieces because when I was up there, well, we we were up there, weren't we, Rich, watching the Fleetwood away match? I was sitting outside the ground after the match, tucking into my it wasn't a rag pudding, it was a steak and kidney pudding and chips. And there was a group of kids, I reckon they must have been eight, ten years old, a group of them, throwing stones at one of the Ipswich Town minibuses after the match. Right. So they're obviously getting their uh, <laughs> something in the water about throwing stuff around. Yes, the entertainment in Fleetwood. Um, <laughs> do we think Fleetwood are, are going to be a challenger, guys? Yeah, there or thereabouts. I would have thought they'd be up there. Again. In and around. Yeah. Um, Gillingham nil, Hull two. Hull, I think, probably yeah. will be. Yeah. Will they be the next Ipswich and flatter to deceive or well, not? Let's hope um, so. Lincoln Josh two. Emmanuel was breaking in the box, wasn't he? For yes, the, he was. One of the goals. Oh, he was indeed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Lincoln, I've written here, Craig, Lincoln, Dark Horses under Michael Appleton, 2-0 victors over Oxford. Carl Robinson signs a four-year deal. Is this the end of Carl Robinson and Oxford's challenge, having lost at the playoffs? They, they, had, they had like seven or eight new signings, didn't they, in their, in their first 11, I think, Lincoln as well. But um, it just seems to be... I've listened to a few of the pods um, the, the League two, League One pod saying that if Appleton can get uh, you know these people drilled, he'll he'll turn him into a very very decent uh, very decent outfit. Um, Plymouth, I've another uh, no Northampton two, Wimbledon two, not much to chat about there. Plymouth one, Blackpool nil. Um, I've also got um, Argyle's dark horses, Ryan Lowe. I think there's a little bit of momentum that Plymouth might bring into the season if they start well. 1-0 win over Blackpool, also under new management. Um, and then uh, flipping the questions around from dark horses to do well to managerial sackings, potentially. Pompey nil, Shrewsbury nil, Jacket under pressure last season. Um, that's not a great start for Pompey. Um, Sunderland won, Bristol Rovers won. Um, Jacket and Parkinson and Lambert, are the, you know, two, three, if you include us as well underachieving teams arguably are these the managers that might be um getting their p45s first i, I think jacket was probably lucky there wasn't any fans in the yeah i think so. i don't think they're particularly happy with him are they down there no 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 that was been in the post um and uh, top of the league the early pace setters swindon three yeah. um rochdale one uh, swindon um three new up at half time um, and considered a 93rd minute consolation goal. Otherwise, they would have been well clear at the top. Um, that's your roundup, guys. Um, next up for Ipswich, Fulham in the Carabao Cup. Bristol Rovers in the league. A quick revenge opportunity for Bristol Rovers after um, their defeat in the Carabao Cup against us last week. Two um, home games. Um, predictions, guys. Either lineups or score lines, whichever you want to mention. Well, certainly Fulham. We'll see. I'm sure we'll see a much changed Fulham lineup from um, from there from when they played Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. So I'm sure we'll see a much changed Fulham. And I think there'll be changes. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, it seems that Cornell. I'd have thought Cornell would be in goal, and be, I, I wouldn't be surprised. If we said earlier Hawkins perhaps plays again, um, and so some changes there. I would. Have, I would certainly think. Yeah. Are we going to so. lose to Fulham? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bristol Rovers are a little bit more optimistic. <laughs> Hashtag winnable. Craig. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, and and the team the team they played against Sunderland is pretty much the same team that played against us, wasn't yeah, it? Give or take two, two or three two yeah, players. Not, yeah, yeah. So that puts in yeah. the context. Our you know people were saying, oh, they had no one. Up. Well, okay, they perhaps they. I think they did sign a forward. They have signed a forward now. I think so, Handlin, yeah. is it Handlin? Um 
So yeah, expect a a, a harder game. I would have thought, but mm-hmm. yeah, probably the same. Pretty much the same team that started today. You'd think, obviously, taking into account the last minute knocks in training on Thursday, <laughs> taking out another couple of players. Someone gets knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should see. Well, um, so. we've got plenty of stuff coming up to cover all of those matches. Um, um, our uh, live shows return after Fulham post-match. Um, I think that'll be Ben and um, one other. I don't know who that, who that is, but um, those, I think, have gone down well. Still trying to find our feet doing that kind of stuff, so do let us know if there's anything we can do to make those um, those better. Um, the main show, the main pod, um, is back, as always, for, um, to cover Bristol Rovers. That, I think, will be me in the hot seat with... Um, Joe and I think Seb might make his first appearance of the season. Um, so subscribe. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Um, we're on Bebo, MySpace. You know, Everywhere. Friends Reunited. Um, you can find us at Blue Monday ITS, ITFC Twitter. Guys, where can we find you on Twitter if you're if you want at, to just plug that? At Dave Diamond Three. Fims seventy five. Excellent stuff. And you can find me at Epps Rich. That's that is it, guys. That is our show. Um, two wins out of two in the games that matter. Um, long may that continue, eh? No goals conceded either. 100% home record. Winning on Sky. Careful what you wish for, eh? If that's what uh, Mikey would say. 100 goals and 100 points. Here we come. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.